Let's talk money. I'm joined by Mary Holm. Hi, Mary. Hi, Jesse. Some big changes on the way for people who probably aren't used to changes in their KiwiSaver because many of them might not have even thought about it since they first signed up. Exactly. We're talking about the members of, of the default funds. But right at the start, I want to say that I, can, I reckon this is a much bigger change than a lot of people are realising. Because yeah. it's going to... De- KiwiSaver default funds, which are the funds you get put into if you don't... When you first join KiwiSaver, if you don't say, I want to be in you know XYZ's fund, you mm. get automatically put into... One of the, there are about nine of them currently, but they're changing it down to six or seven. Um, Six, I think, um, from December. But the point I want to make from the start is that up until now, those default funds have been kind of very blah sort of funds to be in. But because of a whole lot of changes the government's bringing in, they're going to be kind of like the stars of KiwiSaver, I think, for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Um, they're going to be a whole lot better for reasons we can go into. Um, and therefore, I think they're going to be good funds for people to move into. So, you know, whether or not you're currently in a default fund, if you've chosen something else, you might turn around and say, hi, I'm going to move into one of these because... Because we've got a whole lot of good new features about it. Yeah, and and no no disrespect to the previous default fund providers, but (laughs) it took the government long enough to do something about it, didn't it? Well, the default funds change every seven years. That's sort of the rules. And okay. So when I take it back. Started, well, it started in 2007, and then they changed the default funds in 2014. I was actually on the one of the sort of task force then to help choose new new default providers at that point, and then more recently, so that so it started in 2007, changed in 2014, changing again in 2021. And will change again, presumably in uh, 2028. Yeah. yeah, which is quite a good feature because it kind of keeps the default fund providers on their toes. You know, they've got to um, perform well in a whole lot of different ways and keep on impressing the government as being particularly good funds. I mean, partly because the government, I think, has thought we're putting people into these funds without really consulting them. Um, of course, people can back out and, and, and step right out of KiwiSaver, but they don't didn't want to be accused of putting people into funds that weren't any good. And and this time around, they've as I said, they've brought in quite a few changes that are making them so good that I think um, quite a lot of people and uh, anyone who's currently in a balanced fund, which is a middle level fund. The default funds are going to be changing to being balanced funds, so they're sort of middle level, middle risk funds, if you will. Um, and so, people who might want to be in those funds, and or currently are, or might want to be in a, in a balanced fund, include people who are just kind of not brave enough to go into one of the <laughs> riskier funds because they worry that you know when share markets fall, as they did a year and a half ago now, um, and if it made you feel panicky, then you're better off just 
sitting in a balanced fund rather than worrying about those sorts of movements. Also, people who are planning to spend their money, um, their KiwiSaver money, either on a first home or in retirement, um, if I say if you're planning to spend that money within three years, you should actually be in a low-risk KiwiSaver fund. But if you're planning to spend it within about three to ten years, roughly, then these are really good funds. Balanced funds are good ones for you. Um, and and balance, the, as I said, the, the um, default funds have got sort of an extra level of government scrutiny about them um, and also these new changes that are going to make them even better. So um, as I was writing this, I was thinking, Jessie, that unfortunately the people who listen to you and me talking are probably not the ones who who are in default funds, you know. Um, Maybe the ones who listen really carefully and take notes and act on your uh, expertise, Mary, but that must surely only be a small proportion. A lot of people must just kind of catch a bit here and there. Yeah, and yes. or, or people like me who need to hear something five or six times before they think, <laughs> oh, there must be something in that. Yeah, we're all like that. Yeah. Um, um, there's about a third of a million people currently in the default fund. And um, the listeners might... Um, if you if you're not in a default fund, you quite possibly know somebody else who is. So you might want to point out to them what's happening because the changes, for the most part, are good. But there's there's some some reasons why you might want to be a bit wary. So I'll get on to those in a minute as well. But if, if somebody doesn't even know who their KiwiSaver provider is, the company that runs the fund, you can ring 0800 KiwiSaver. Mm-hmm. And if you've got your IRD number handy, then they will tell you which KiwiSaver provider you're with. Um, and then the provider will tell you what level of fund you're in, whether you're in a default fund or another fund. But um, So that's a little tip for some people. But the five changes, there are five changes that are happening to, um, to default funds that make them good for a whole lot of people, I think. The first one is the change of providers. So, so the following providers are no longer going to be default funds from December the 1st. That's AMP, ANZ, ASB, Fisher and Mercer. So they've all lost default fund status, and which is a little bit embarrassing for them, I would have to say. The government you know, task forces looked closely at them and decided they aren't as good as some of the others. Oh, was um, there a chance that they could have kept... So it's just a review after seven years. It's not... The government isn't forced to change all seven... Uh, sorry, forced to change all the providers. That's correct. They're yeah. not forced. No. Okay. In fact, both the two times they've changed now, they've kept quite a few of them. Although, interestingly enough, the, the, the ones that were there for the first seven, none of, some of them made it into the second seven years, but none of them have made it into the third seven years. So the government sort of looked around and done a review and, and asked everybody to sort of submit what they will do about fees and other services, etc., and chosen um, the six new ones. They include four that have been carried over from last time. That's BNZ, Booster, Kiwi Wealth, which is the Kiwi Bank one, and Westpac. So they're remaining. And then we've got two new ones, which are Simplicity, 
um, which is quite a high-profile, low-fee fund uh, provider, and Superlife. Superlife is run these days by SmartShares. SmartShares bought it, I think, in 2015, um, and SmartShares is run by the New Zealand Stock Exchange. So if people are saying, oh, I don't know, I've never heard of these people, they've got credentials there. You know, Super, so Superlife's run by SmartShares, and it, the whole lot is owned and run by the New Zealand Stock Exchange. So they're not some funny little outfit. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but they are smaller. Simplicity and Superlife are a lot smaller than the... Um, default providers have had in the past, which does not make them worse in any way. They're, one thing, the government, the, the the task force that had a look at deciding who should be the default fund providers, checked them out um, in terms of their sort of financial strength as well as other things. So, you know, they're, they're all, I would say, rock-solid sort of providers that we've got here. By the way, so if you are in one of the ones that's no longer, if you're in a default fund run by AMP, ANZ, ASB, Fisher or Mercer, you will automatically be transferred to a new provider after December the 1st or round about December the 1st. Gee, they won't um, enjoy that much. Well, do you mean the old providers or the people? Yeah, the old providers. It must be no, good no, business. No, they won't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're not, they're not happy about it, but... They had an opportunity to put their best foot forward and it wasn't as good as what others had to offer. So that's what's happened. Um, for, for people who are in those their default funds, their IRD will be sending them an information pack just to tell them what's happened, that they've moved to a new provider. So, so that's going to be interesting for people. Um, by the way, if you are in one of the these old default funds that are no longer staying as default funds and you want to stay with that provider, of course you can. You can contact that provider and say, hey, I want to stay with you and they will set it up so that you do. But um, I wouldn't, you know, I don't, want to, I don't want to cast doubt on those particular providers, but I don't think any of them are particularly great. You know, they're okay, but I wouldn't be saying, oh, yes, gosh, you want to stay with them particularly. Um, so that's the first change. We've got this change of providers. The second one is that the providers have been told they have to give guidance to their, the default fund members about the risk level they're at and the contributions they're making when they reach particular milestones in their lives. And those are when you first join KiwiSaver, um, when you're approaching retirement. I think it's something like you know, when you're a couple of years away and then when you're six months away or something like that. They've got to contact people and say, hey, what do you want to do as you approach retirement? Um, after you make a first home withdrawal, um, during any times when there's a lot of market volatility, so they, they, they've been told... The, these providers have been told you've got to particularly reach out to the people in default funds and make sure they know what's going on, know why their balance has gone down, um, hold their hands probably and say to them, look, hang about and it'll come right again, even though it might take quite a while. And and another thing is if if someone in a default fund hasn't been contributing for 18 months, then the default provider is obliged to go to them and say, hey, what's happening? 
um, do you want to start contributing again? They, they won't make you, but they'll sort of try and nudge you into getting back into contributions. And so I think that's really neat, that that sort of extra level of guidance is going to be given to some of the least sophisticated people in KiwiSaver, you know, giving them some extra help along the way. Um, another huge thing, thing, huge change, is that the fees on default funds are going to be quite a lot lower than they were. And that's something, you know, I've harped on about for ages, years, forever, since KiwiSaver started. And um, the FMA, Financial Markets Authority, is also hot on getting KiwiSaver fees down. They, they're saying they should be lower than they are in many cases, especially as the, the funds have got bigger and bigger. And so the fees should have gone down per member, really, because it's you know, the, currently the fees are a percentage of your balance, and as your balance has got bigger, the provider doesn't have to do any more work for you. So why should your fees get bigger? Yeah, they so, don't look. They never look very big when you look at them, eh? That's right. Point five percent, one percent. Oh, that's not going to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's nothing. nothing. Yes, that's that's right. People just think, oh yeah, it's under one percent. That yeah, quite. That's nothing. But over the years it can really make quite a big difference to how much your retirement savings grow if you're in low fees rather than higher fees. And the government, um, I read somewhere, put 60% of its weighting when it was choosing who should be the new new default fund providers. It said 60% of the weighting was put on getting the fees down, which I, I applaud. I think it's neat. And so the, the, of the two new providers... Their fees are really low. The um, Superlife or SmartShares one, the, let's call it um, Superlife, their fees are just 0.2%, which are low. That's really low for KiwiSaver mm. um, or, or any funds in New Zealand. Simplicity is a bit higher there at 0.3%. And then the other four are ranging from 035 to 0.4%. So they're all pretty low. Um, but, you know, those two new ones are particularly low, and that's what makes them attractive, really, or one of the reasons. And they've got no admin fees either. Um, currently, most KiwiSaver funds have a sort of 25 to $40 a year basic admin fee as well. And the 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 new default funds will ha won't have any admin fee. So those fees are all, you know, a fair bit lower than what um, default f providers are currently currently charging. So I think that's terrific. Yeah, um, good news. Yeah, really good news. A couple of other changes are that the new default funds don't invest in any fossil fuels or illegal weapons. So they're, you know, getting into the whole ethical investing thing here. And those two particular areas, they're not, they're not allowed to invest in any fossil fuels or illegal weapons. So, you know, they're a little bit ethical there. Um, and the final change, which is probably the most important one to note, and I did mention it a minute ago, is the change of risk level. So all the default funds are now moving from being conservative to balanced. So even if the, even the providers that are flowing on through from the last lot to the next lot, they still you, those people in those will still be moved from low risk to medium risk. Um, what it amounts to is current, the, the low-risk ones are between 10 and 35% what they call growth assets, which is 
usually mostly shares. Yeah. And they're moving from that to 35 to 63% growth assets. So basically sort of around half shares. And the reason the government's done that is that a lot of people who are just stuck in default funds and going nowhere, you're not going to get very good growth at that lower risk level over the years, whereas in a medium risk one, you're going to get a fair bit more growth, um, more ups and downs, but more growth. And so that's why the change has been made. But um, just a warning to people, if you're in a default fund, you will be finding that your risk level is going up. And if you don't want the risk level to go up, you can, you're totally free to go to your provider and say, no, 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 I want to stay in the lower risk. And you can then stay in the lower risk. You just have to ask them to do it. But if you don't ask, your risk level will be moved up. The assumption um, is that most people will benefit from having a bit of a mix of investments, whereas the previous assumption was that, it, that, that most people would benefit from having no uh, risky assets, which, which right. was which was, forgive the pun, quite a conservative sort of assessment of the situation probably. Yeah, I think I think that at the beginning um, it was felt that if people are being put into these, these schemes automatically when they get a new job um, and they don't know anything much about it all and then suddenly there's a share market crash and the, the balance is going down, they're going to be thinking, mm. what the heck is this about? Um, I, and, and I think the thinking now is that the whole of New Zealand's population, I would say, has become a bit more savvy about investments and the fact that, that share markets go up and down because of KiwiSaver. Um, and so I think they're, they're thinking people can cope better now with a bit more volatility. But if you have got any particular reason that you don't want to move, you're, if you're in a, currently in a default fund and you really don't want to move to anything that's at all volatile, do go to your provider and just say, hey, I want to stay in the in the lower risk level, and and you can do that, of course. But um, but I'm encouraging people to say, oh look, okay, um, I, this is a bit more volatile, but I'm going to give it a go, and and know that there'll be times when the balance will go down, and but but it will come back up again, and in the long run, you'll get more money. So. Um, encouraging people to do that. The the government, by the way, did a calculation where they said the changes to the risk level and the lower fees mean, on average, for someone at 18, um, if they um, are in that KiwiSaver fund from 18 until retirement, they'll have about $143,000 more than they would have if they'd stayed in the in the lower risk default fund. So now, now with the middle risk default funds, 150-odd thousand more money at retirement just from that change and the, the fee change as well. So that's kind of cool. So I'm just saying to everybody in KiwiSaver who's in, um, let's say, middle level or lower risk level, um, think about moving into one of these default funds. The, you can find out easily if you just go online, default KiwiSaver funds, and they'll tell you the names of the new ones. And in particular, have a good hard look at, at um, Superlife and Simplicity because they, they've got the lowest fees of all. And you know, and, and but all of these have got um, ethical investing. They've got um, extra government scrutiny, um, low fees, and all in all, I think 
you know, they're, they're good KiwiSaver funds to be in. And it'll be interesting to see if more people move into them. Um, we're running out of time, aren't we? But I You've got about a minute, Mary. Oh, okay. There's just one particular point I wanted to make. Currently, default providers have been, had been encouraged by the government to talk to their members and say, hey, are you sure you shouldn't be in a higher risk fund? You know, and encouraging people to, to assess whether they're in the right risk level. Um, now the government's a little bit worried that the default providers are going to go and say to people, hey, do you sh- maybe you want to move to a lower risk level. And why would the providers do that? Well, because they're charging lower fees on these default funds. And so some of them might be saying, well, we kind of want to edge our people out of the default funds into another fund that where we can charge higher fees on it. So good for the providers, but bad ah. for the KiwiSaver members. And so the FMA has been warning that, you know, that they're going to be just watching what goes on about that because they, yeah they, yeah so the idea that they say to the government hey we've got these really low fee funds which we'll put them into but then once they've got them that they'll try and sort of upsell them yes exactly exactly upsell them to either riskier or lower risk um that's right and um you know hopefully that won't happen but it could and some of the providers might just Sort of look. There's nothing wrong with a provider saying to somebody, especially if they've just recently been moved from a low risk default to a medium risk default. Hey, are you sure you're at the right risk level for you? Maybe you want to go back to a lower risk fund. There's nothing wrong with them raising that issue, but just be aware that they will have an extra incentive to do that now with the fees structure. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Mary, thank you. It's a pleasure, Jesse. Great session. Mary Holm on changes to default KiwiSaver funds.